Putin invading Ukraine. That's the hand holding the deck. China invading Taiwan. More diversion. But the invasion they're talking about in the other hand. That's the trick. It's the D program. With DMG. You are now entering the D program. Deprogramming your mind, transforming your paradigm. I'm just one man with a plan under a mighty hand. I'm just one man with a plan under a mighty hand. Under a mighty hand. Program activated. Don't think it's strange, people. This episode right here, do not think it strange. They're going to try to unify us, y'all. <laughs> it's coming down the pike, man. And it's very, very plausible and possible. How about we all unify under a great big mile wide UFO? <laughs> That seems strange, right, to be talking about this, but it is 100% possible. And I got a lot of things right now that I'm going to be presenting to you guys that can prove that, that will prove that out. That's what they're planning. They have divided us through every aspect of life racism, rich versus poor, gender, everything. You know, mask, no mask, vaccine, no vaccine. All coming from the media, Hollywood, movies, the military, I mean, politicians, it's coming from everywhere. And this particular program is heavily based on ancient aliens and the History Channel. They're laying the groundwork for this, y'all. And they've been doing it for a long, long time. I'm going to be kicking off this show from a decade-long Pentagon UFO researcher by the name of Luis Elizondo. He's got some interesting things to say, some pertinent things to say, in my opinion. And they're going to be unifying us, man. They're going. This whole thing is going to be a unity agenda. We got, you know, people right now. They're like Putin invading Ukraine and 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 China is talking about invading Taiwan or or the possibilities of that. People, they got another. They, look, we're looking at the wrong hand, and you got a ton of podcast out there talking about Putin and Ukraine. I mean, you guys, you know, I'm not talking about that. DMG, why you ain't talking about that, that hot topic? Because everybody's talking about that hot topic. Everybody's talking about what, what, what's obvious. But this is the D program. And I'm looking in another direction because I've come across some important information that I think you guys need to know. So we're going to be talking about unifying the world under an alien agenda. And we're going to get into the possibilities of that and how it might look. And then we're also going to be talking about how decades of programming has told us to trust the science, follow the science. Y'all heard of that before, right? The whole agenda around that. We're going to, I'm going to peel the Band-Aid off of that nasty little sore as well. And then at the end, we're going to bring it all together. 
with a deep biblical truth. Let me tell you guys something. This program, you better you better fasten your seatbelts on this one. Just like in my intro, you better fasten your seatbelts on this one because it is going to get turbulent. It might shake some of you guys loose. When I say loose, I mean, some of you guys might get shaken loose, man. You, you, you might can't handle it. I advise right now, even for those who are really dedicated to the D program, get yourself a popsicle stick, man, right now and bite down on it the whole time. <laughs> I think you're going to need it because what we're going to expose today is the deep things of God. Some of the deep truths of God that you're not going to hear in church You're not hearing it in church. And you're not going to hear it in church, but the mainstream media is talking about this. And that's why I got to go there. I just hope you guys can go with me. And if you can't, you'll just be shaking loose. You know that that's just that's what's up, man. That's 100. But I'm going to bring it to you the way I see it. I'm going to bring it to you the way I believe it to be. And I'm going to bring it to you as truthful as I can research it out and contrast it with the word of God. So those are the subjects, y'all, we're going to be talking about today. Uh, if you're not subscribed to the podcast, you can download it on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere you listen to your favorite shows. And I know you guys really, you know, I've, I've gotten so many people that's been asking me, you know, when are we going to be able to interact with the program? And that's coming really soon, people. All right. I just need time because, you know, I have a very small team. This whole D program thing, man, it's it's going to be very professional. You guys are going to have a ball on the website when it goes live. There's going to be plenty of interaction that you're going to be able to participate in. Also going to have merch on there. You're going to actually be able to hand out D programs to your friends, to your families. Right. You're going to be able to get them involved in the program, introduce them to the show and uh, have them run away from you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, this this program is 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 exactly what it is. It's the D program, people. D programming the mind, transforming your paradigm, right? That's what we do here. And remember, it rests on Romans 12 and 2 to be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may know what is good and acceptable and the perfect will of God. So we're going to be doing that. Just have a little patience. We are working on it. I have a very small team. My wife is included in that. And we are working on some things right now. And I promise you, it's going to be amazing. You guys are going to have a ball with the website and all of the ways that you can interact with the program. I'm also looking at some things on Rumble, getting some things with the D program spearheaded on Rumble as well. So my name is DMG and you've just entered the D program. Yeah, it's a play on my name, but at the same time, it deprograms your mind while transforming your paradigm so that you won't be conformed to this world. Now let's deprogram. Unifying us under an alien agenda sounds pretty far out, doesn't it? You would probably thought that the coronavirus hitting the whole world at the same time sounded far out, too. You probably would have thought that everybody masking up with half of their face taken away sounded pretty far out as well. But it happened, didn't it? And so what I'm sharing with you guys today, listen, don't think it's strange. Do not think it's strange. This is not some strange subject, y'all. This stuff didn't hit the mainstream media. That's why I'm talking about this, because every other podcast has got you looking in the other direction. I won't say podcast, but the media and, and what have you, you know, they got you looking at the other direction. That's the sleight of hand. 
You know, a magician's way of fooling people is to get you to look one way while something else is happening in the other hand. But I'm over there on the other hand and I see everything that's going on behind his back, man. And, and to me, I feel it's necessary to bring this out, but it's going to be turbulent. All right. So here we go. I told you guys we're going to kick it off with Luis Elizondo. He was asked a question by GQ magazine. There it is. Mainstream coming out with this stuff, man. GQ magazine asked Luis Elizondo a question. And Elizondo, he ran a secret UFO program for the Pentagon for 10 years. Here's the question they asked him. They said, what can you tell us about what's coming up in 2022 in terms of new evidence that may come to light or new developments? Okay, they're talking about 2022 this year, y'all. Here's what he said. Louis said this. He said, I think we'll see a lot more participation by the international community and a lot more transparency. He said, we're going to begin sharing information a lot more. And I think people may be surprised just how much information is possessed on this topic by other countries. He said, my only hope is that the UK will be able to do the same thing, much for the same reason that the United States didn't want to admit that UFOs were real. I suspect the UK doesn't as well. What I can tell you is during my time at the AATIP, which means Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program, there's that word threat again, y'all. That means they're going to try to do something because of a threat to bring us back into safety again. Remember, we talked about that, that safety thing. They use safety and threats to try and take away our freedoms. But anyway, I digress. Here we go. It says it was very apparent to me that there were certain elements within the royal family that were very interested in this topic. Of course, the royal family is going to be interested. There's some one world government people, man. He said, I will not elaborate on that anymore. And I hope that those voices within the royal family can be heard. Of course he does. He says, because it is an important topic. And check this out. This is the part that I want you guys to, to pay close attention to. He said, perhaps of the greatest topics that affects all mankind and all of humanity. He said, and I think if we're smart, this will be the topic that will help unify us and not divide us. There it is. The topic of UFOs and aliens is what he's talking about being the topic that unifies us and not divide us. They're going, they're going for this, people. Whether it's look, whether they do it or not, I don't know. But I know one thing. They're laying the groundwork. Definitely laying the groundwork and you got to have your eyes open to the possibilities. You have to see the plausibility of all of this with this program that I'm going to uncover and, un and reveal a lot of things in this program. So there it is. They want to they want to unify us, man. The one, one great big mile wide UFO, man, <laughs> just like you saw on Independence Day. And I'm going to guarantee you this. If this happens in our time, right, while we're here. There are going to be some people out there, man, locked elbow to elbow, man, looking up at this thing saying, oh, look, our our creators are here. Probably some of the same people that's been tricked and deceived by all of this stuff that's been going on with the coronavirus. Those same people that doesn't do that. They don't do any research, anything like that. They don't they don't study to show themselves approved. Right. They just take it in hook, line and sinker. And unfortunately, a lot of a lot of people is going to go down with this and it's going to be a sad day. 
It's going to be a sad day for these people, but not us. Because what did, Den- what did Denzel say in uh what did he say in a uh, uh, training day? He said, this is chess. It ain't checkers, <laughs> right? This is chess. It ain't checkers. We got to stay ahead of this, y'all, as much as we can to stay out of the possibility of deception. The possibility is always there. Anybody can be deceived. But if you got your eyes open and your ear to the ground, let me tell you, the Holy Spirit can help you navigate these waters. So here's the first point. Divide and conquer is the goal here. Now, think about all of the division that's taken place over the years. Racism. When did that? When was that? Uh, We had a civil war, 1861 to 1865. But then after that, after the Civil War, we had, you know, slavery was abolished. But then we had the segregation laws and Jim Crow and all this stuff. Deep, deep division, people. Then we move on to the rich versus poor. So rich versus poor. We got uh, Nixon taking us off of the gold standard in 1971. That brought on the Federal Reserve banks. Right. And what did they do? Start manipulating the money, turning rich against poor, telling the poor people, oh, the rich people are taking your money when it was really them printing money, making their money weaker and not go as far. So, you know, all of this manipulation, all of this division through the times. Then we had what? We had the women's lib movement that brought on what? That brought on a whole lot of gender politics that we got. Now we got regular gender against what I want to be gender and all this type of stuff. Division, division, division. So through all of this, what could make everything come back together again? What could through all of this division, how could we come back together again? How about an alien invasion? Could they plan that? Absolutely. They could plan it. One hundred percent. They could plan it. There are technologies in place right now. I'm going to I'm not going to get into those, but certain powerful ways that they have to make it seem as though things are taking place. That's not actually taking place. But I want you to hear this from. One of our famous presidents of the past, he's passed away now. His name is Ronald Reagan. I want you to hear this from him because this is the possibility of them laying the groundwork even back then. Check this out. In our obsession with antagonisms of the moment, we often forget how much unites all the members of humanity. Perhaps we need some outside universal threat to make us recognize this common bound. I occasionally think how quickly our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat from outside this world. Y'all hear that? See, see, don't don't tell me, DMG, you know, you going cuckoo, man? You going cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs? No, 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 I don't even like, well, I actually do like Cocoa Puffs. <laughs> Cocoa Puffs are good, man. <laughs> but listen, we got presidents that's talking about this. I mean, he didn't he didn't laugh when he said it either. I mean, y'all heard the clip. He, he did not laugh. It was not a joking matter. So and I get it. I mean, it was a while back there. I get it. But could these people just be laying the groundwork for some future shenanigans that's been already set up to come to, you know, come on the scene at a particular time? Possible to me it's plausible. And I got to talk about this because just in case they do, you'll know that you heard it right here on the D program and that you were ahead of this game so that you won't be deceived. This, this great delusion, this strong delusion that could be coming, you won't be deceived. Now, 
Notice how this subject is coming closer and closer to where we are today. This is USA Today, y'all. June 17th, 2021. Not even a year ago. Check this. Listen, this is what they said. Quote, UFOs have done what COVID-19 never has. Unite Republicans and Democrats in Congress. Did you hear that? These people are breathing UFOs and COVID-19 in the same breath. Ponder on that. COVID-19 and UFOs in the same breath. Don't tell me that it's not possible for these people to be planning something to try and unite us under some crazy government, this world government in some way or not. But it also says the views of Democrats and Republican lawmakers alike after hearing closed door testimony, closed door testimony about the phenomena, they have gone from they have gone beyond questions regarding whether they're real to questions concerning what they are and what should be done about them. So the UFO phenomena that it's done gone through, y'all, they have they have plastered the televisions. They've plastered us with, you know, Hollywood movies. They've plastered us with a lot of different things. And now it has gone through. It has got their blessing, if you will. Okay, okay, all right, we accept UFOs. See, it's no more controversy now. We accept it. Now, what can we do about this? Step after step, chess move after chess move. These things are being laid down and planned out, you guys. So they're talking about, listen, they're talking about what can be done about this. It's already been done because back in 2007, they've already planned this out. Now, I'm going to play a clip for you guys that does not give the specifics of the politicians that were involved. I know Harry Reid, Harry Reid was one of them, but it doesn't give the other two. At the same time, these people secured twenty two million dollars for the military to study UFOs. It's already been planned out what they're doing now. They're just they're just playing it out now. It's been planned. Now they're playing it out. Here it is from this year's first episode of Ancient Aliens. And that is a huge show. But check this clip out. In 2007, with Reed's help, Bigelow secured $22 million from the Department of Defense to fund the Advanced Aerial Threat Identification Program, or ATIP, an initiative that would investigate reports of anomalous aerial vehicles. They managed to create this program in the Pentagon, which was a classified program, the sort of black program, as they say. And so they were able to get the funds. The Pentagon was able to get up and running with that. And I think that was a game changer. Pentagon officials select former U.S. Army counterintelligence special agent Luis Elizondo to run the secret ATIP program. There it is. Luis Elizondo to run the secret ATIP program. See, then the Senate included a provision also. OK, you guys might know about this in the pandemic relief package when Trump was in office. It was requested by Donald Trump that required intelligence officials to produce the unclassified report calling for disclosure of what they call UAPs, which means unidentified aerial phenomena. That was the report that they 
that gave them 180 days for full disclosure. Y'all might remember that. I don't know if you were if you've been keeping up with that, but that actually came out in June of 2021. So when Trump signed that bill, it was back in uh, December or something like that. Right. They had six months to come out with full disclosure. They unclassified it. Classified became unclassified and they wanted to, to, to let us know full disclosure. And it came out 180 days later. It was like it was well, actually it was in June of 2021. And you can view that, you know, that whole thing on the uh, latest episode of the aliens. I'm sorry, the uh, ancient aliens. I mean, they've been using ancient aliens as a conditioner to soften up the minds for these people who would take this in. And that's for sure. I mean, millions of people look at that tons and tons of people. And it's been a long, long episode. You know, it's been running a long time. Now, here's one last clip from this topic on unifying us around this alien invasion. This guy's name is William Cooper. Well, they call him Bill Cooper, but he was a Christian because he's passed away now. But he was a Christian author, also had a radio show. He was also involved in the United States Air Force and a U.S. Navy operation from 1965 to 1974. During this time, Bill Cooper learned about and saw many tightly held secrets around subjects such as UFOs, extraterrestrials and secret government groups. This came from him. This is what he said. Here it is. I wanted to know just how true all of this was. And I began a program of research to find out if extraterrestrials were real. What I discovered, ladies and gentlemen, is that there has been a plan in existence since about 1917, and probably before that, to create an artificial extraterrestrial threat to this Earth in order to create a one-world totalitarian socialist government. One of them was John Dewey. John Dewey is the father of our failing, disastrous public education system. Here's what he said, quote, Someone remarked that the best way to unite all the nations on this globe would be an attack from some other planet. In the face of such an alien enemy, people would respond with a sense of their unity of interest and purpose. Unquote. Now, bear in mind, folks, that's 1917. Now, think about this guy. He said 1917 is when they had they were already talking about an alien invasion to unite people. Ronald Reagan, he said, maybe we need some type of alien force to come in here and unite us. Can y'all see how you can put together pieces of the puzzle to form a picture that you can see at least to be able to get ahead of possibly plausibly to get ready for these things. When I say get ready, I'm talking about be in prayer that you be not deceived in these times and is in this climate that we're in right now, it looks to me like they're, they're, they've been planning this to lead humanity under one, you know, some world government right under the guise of a threat from another world. We already had the guise of, you know, under the guise of a threat from a virus. We had that already. You know, that thing is failed, man. That, and the coronavirus stuff, man, that stuff is failed, man. It, it's fell fell on its face. Next. That's what they're saying. Next. What's the next thing we can do? Well, how about the plan that we've been planning for a long time? Hey, possible, possible, right? So the only way that they're going to be able to get this through 
is science, so-called science speaking through the media. That's what they're going to do. They're going to team up science speaking through the media. They'll be they'll be telling the uninformed masses, trust the science. And here's what I think. After all these years of grainy photos and grainy videos, you know, you can't really see what it is and all these different things. All of a sudden, the pictures are going to be crystal clear. Might be some type of CGI or something they create. I don't know. All I'm saying is that they're going to be crystal clear and they're going to say, oh, we finally figured it out. We've made contact. Yeah. You know, science is is proving all this out now. Uh, follow the science. Trust the science. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Everything is clear. We, we've been wondering about this for a long time. And now we finally have the answer. See, that's that's how they get people. They condition the mind. They create the problem and then they give the solution to the problem that they create. I'm talking about the powers that be principalities, powers, rulers of the darkness, spiritual wickedness in high places. These things are possible, y'all. These things are plausible. When you look at when you look at what's going on, that's what you have to be aware of. That's what you got to be aware of. They're going to tell you to follow the science. But what you should be doing is following the truth. That's what's going to that's what's going to help set you free. In other words, free. when I say free, I'm talking about free from deception. Now, let's see what this trusting the science has taught us. No, 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 not taught us, but better yet, led us. Trusting the science don't it doesn't teach you anything, but it does lead you somewhere. If you're if you're naive enough to be led, it will lead you. So what have we been trusting or where have we been led to? I can name two big ones right off the bat as far as science is concerned. Right off the bat, man. What about the Big Bang Theory? Not Big Bang Truth, but theory. How about the theory of evolution? Theory, people. Not truth, just theory. We all came from apes or fish and you know, we later got lungs and stuff. Y'all, as soon as you walk into the, you know, into the classroom, our children walk into the classroom. What do they see? They see a uh, some type of uh, map, not not a map, but yeah, maybe a map or some type of chart that shows a little monkey man that's like two feet tall. And then at the end, he's all the way up to a walking grown man. This theory, they're teaching it as truth. In fact, that's what they teach it as fact. That's why I don't like facts. Big Bang Theory. Oh, the world came from some kind of explosion that came from nothing. Stupid. That's the science. Listen, big science. Big education, big government, they teach things like this as fact. And then they tell you to follow it. See, they tell you to follow it as the truth. And it's not. They've never, never proven it. In fact, anything that you hear that they say is a theory has not been proven. It's not been proven. You know why it hasn't been proven is because they cannot prove it. That's the key. Again, this is why I do not like facts. I like the truth. But what science has done, it's what it does. It, it pits science against God. But true science agrees with God or it agrees with the truth. Pseudoscience promotes and perpetuates Scientology. All that means is the worshiping of science. This is why they tell you to follow the science. What they're actually saying is worship the science. It's a type of religion. People believers follow God. They use terms like science deniers, science deniers. What do we what, what did Jesus say? Jesus said, if you deny me before men, I'll deny you before my father. See how it parallels. It tries to parallel truth. 
and give a shimmy, like a shimmer of, of truth. But it's not true at all. You see? See, see, we, they're talking about science deniers and things like that. Yeah, I'm a freaking science denier. I'm a, I'm a pseudoscience denier. In fact, let me tell you this about science, fake science. All of it is science fiction. That's what it is. They fix the science and then they put it forth as fact, their facts. So I've laid the foundation, right? I've laid a brief foundation for where science has led us pretty much away from God. That's where it leads. Fake science always leads away from God. But now I'm about to get into some things that are far out, maybe not far out, far reaching. I'm talking about for the mentality where your mind may, might have a hard time, you know, conceiving it. This is where truth becomes stranger than fiction, but only because of the programming over a long period of time that's been giving false information. And believe me, we have all been programmed. We have all been deceived. A deceiver is in the world and he's out to deceive the entire world. And he has deceived the entire world. So, so true science is coming out now though. See about some of these things. And I'm going to, I'm going to reveal this to you. And, and then you're going to have to decide for yourself if this warrants a paradigm transformation for you personally, because what you have to do is do your own research, do your own studying which is what we're supposed to be doing anyway. Study to show yourself approved unto God, a workman that needs not be ashamed, who can rightly divide the word of truth. That's what we're supposed to be doing. So here's the first paradigm bomb. I'm going to drop this on you. Get ready, because I told you in the beginning, this is going to be a turbulent program. And some of y'all might get shaken loose. And that's okay, because the truth does a lot of shaking. When truth hits, there is a lot of shaking. So guard your little, you know, hold on to your to your to your walking stick, man, and keep that popsicle stick. Keep biting down. <laughs> Here's the first paradigm bomb I'm going to give you. And this is going to help you understand what these people are trying to do and why it's not possible. Here we go. The earth is a closed system. In other words, to get here, you have to be born here. And to get out of here, you have to die. You're not coming in here. Look, there are no other alternatives. Th these are the rules that govern heaven and earth. You can't mix the two together. There are terrestrial things, meaning of the earth. You're born here. And then there are celestial things. You can look at 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 40. But the celestial things are of the heavens or teetering on the spirit realm. Not heaven necessarily, but the heavens teetering on the spirit realm. So you have terrestrial of the earth and you also have celestial or of the heavens. So when you hear about aliens coming here from other planets or other galaxies or other worlds, that ain't happening, people. It's not happening. I'm talking about visiting here. When I say visit, I'm talking about, you know, flesh aliens coming in through outside of our world and then appearing in our clouds and coming through our so-called atmosphere. That's not happening, people. That's not happening because terrestrial is of the earth. There is no such thing as extra terrestrial. And I'm going to get into that too, how, how that's not possible. Okay. And I'm, and I'm using scripture here for me. That's plenty for you guys. I don't know. 
But I'm also going to give you some science, some science on this so that you can you can understand that it is the natural that I'm coming from to prove the spiritual. So this is what they're telling us. Check this out. What is clear is that these sightings simply cannot be explained. The question becomes, what are we dealing with? Are we on the brink of full government disclosure about the strange objects witnessed in our skies? And if so, will we soon discover that they are, in fact, of extraterrestrial origin? See? Extraterrestrial origin. That's where they want to lead us. They want us to think that there are some things coming from outside of Earth into inside of Earth. That's called extraterrestrial. But remember, you can't get here unless you're born here and you cannot get out of here unless you die. In other words, to be to get here, you got to put on a body and to exit here. You have to take off a body. That's the only way you get here. That's the only way you exit here. This is the only look. These people are setting this up for the masses to believe something very real like this could happen. They're laying the foundation for something they have already planned to come on the scene at a future time, but they're programming you right now for this. Now you guys have heard of y'all probably heard of that show. Like I said, ancient aliens, that show has been running 13 years, 13 years, even up until today, 18 seasons, people. Now back to the earth being a closed system. I'm going to prove this out to you, but you, like I said, you're going to have to study this out for yourself. Then you won't be so shook about it. You study it out for yourself. You won't be so shaken about things like this. And maybe some of you guys are already on it. You know what I'm saying? Like I, like I said, this audience, I know is very intelligent. This is an intelligent audience for e because the attraction of this show is attracting those who love truth. That's what this show does. It attracts those who love truth. But SciNews.com, if you look at SCI-News.com, you can go here and check out this article. Check this out. It says scientists discover an impenetrable barrier 11,500 kilometers above the earth. Oh, but DMG, I thought you didn't trust science. I thought, you know, no, I don't trust science unless it has collected the evidence of what it's telling us. If it has collected the evidence of what it's telling us, listen, true science doesn't tell the truth and it also doesn't lie. It simply collects the evidence through the scientific method, people. That's what it does. And it doesn't tell you to worship. It doesn't. It, it never tells you to follow the science. True science doesn't have to tell you to follow it. It doesn't have to. It doesn't do anything to try and make its point. Tyrants do that. Tyrants tell us to follow the science and then they get upset if you don't follow the science. These people are not not scientists. Neither are they following the scientific method. They're not legitimate scientists. These people are just tyrants telling you to do this or to do that because they they just want you to do it. And it's you know, no question about it. Science does not do that. It's not the way the scientific method works. But they found this barrier eleven thousand five hundred kilometers above the earth. That's 7,145 miles above the earth. Now, I'm going to be converting these kilometers to miles for the rest of this article. OK, I'm not going to talk about what, what they said as far as kilometers. I'm going to be converting this because where, where we live at, where I live at, you know, it's, it's about the miles. If, if you're in, you know, other countries and things like that, you know, I'm, I'm over here in the United States. 
So no disrespect, right? I know some of you guys in the UK, y'all hearing the program, people in Australia, I appreciate you. People in India, I appreciate my brothers and sisters over there, 100%. But I'm right here in the United States, so uh, y'all, so bear with me. It's easier for me to, to do the program, you know, coming from what I'm familiar with, all right? So from here on out, like I said, I'm just going to be talking in miles. All right. But here's the article. It says a group of researchers headed by professional Daniel Baker of the University of Colorado's Laboratory for Atmospheric and Space Physics has discovered a nearly impenetrable barrier some 7,145 miles above our Earth that blocks so-called killer electrons which can fry satellites and degrade space systems during intense solar storms. All that right there. You know, I'm, you know, I'm just telling you what the article says. I don't necessarily agree with all of that, but I'm telling you what the article says. I do agree with this impenetrable barrier. However, now here's a supporting point. This is a supporting point. It says the barrier was discovered in the Van Allen radiation belts, a collection of charged particles gathered in place by Earth's magnetic field using NASA's Van Allen probes. And I got a lot to say about NASA as well. But anyway, it was launched August 2012 to study the region. It says the Van Allen belts themselves were detected in 1958 by the U.S. Satellite Explorer. I don't believe it was detected by no Satellite Explorer. I believe it was detected by means of whatever is here on this Earth. But it says in the decades since researchers have learned that their size can change or they can merge or even separate into three belts occasionally. But generally, the inner belt stretches from 403 to 500. I'm sorry, 5,996 miles. Again, they stretch from 403 to 5,996 miles above the Earth's surface. And the outer belt stretches from 8,388 miles to 36,039 miles above the surface. I'm going to bring all that together when we start getting into the firmament, which is in Genesis. Man, this is powerful, y'all. I'm bringing you guys something that you can actually see science telling us real science. And then it's also backed up with scripture. This is powerful. This is what you're not hearing in the classroom, our children are not hearing things like this in the classroom because it proves God's existence. It proves that the earth was created and it didn't come from some stupid Big Bang theory, which is not truth at all because it has no proof. This these what I'm giving you right now is proof or proofs of what has happened already. It says the new data from the Van Allen probes show that the inner edge of the outer belt is roughly 7,145 miles in altitude. In fact, it is highly pronounced. That's amazing. It says for the fastest, highest energy electrons, this edge is sharp, uh, is a sharp boundary that under normal circumstances, the electrons simply cannot penetrate. That's the firmament, people. And I'm going to prove that. But I want you to hear this next quote. This is a very powerful quote because I'm going to bring this together a little bit later on. But check this out. It says it's almost like these electrons are running into a get this glass wall in space, somewhat like the shields created by force fields on Star Trek. 
that were used to repel alien weapons. Y'all have seen that. We are seeing an invisible shield blocking these electrons. He said, it's an amazing, puzzling phenomenon, said Professor Baker, who is the first author of the paper published in the journal Nature. Y'all let that sink in. When I was a kid, man, when in high school, I, I absolutely, man, science was my favorite subject. I aced science over and over again. And then I would cut up in class because I finished my work before anybody else. <laughs> but I aced it, man, all the way through. I love it. Now, here's another report from NASA.gov. You can go there and check this out. But it talks about now. We, now just remember, I want you guys to keep in mind that this thing that we're talking about glass he says, almost like these electrons are running into a glass wall. Remember, glass. OK, but here's the thing from an, another article from NASA.gov. It says wonder glass from space. NASA supported researchers having discovered that glass formed in space has remarkable properties. The window glass that we're so familiar with is made mostly of silica, a compound of silicone and oxygen. It's essentially melted sand. But in theory, a melt of any chemical composition can produce a glass as long as the melt can be cooled quickly enough that the atoms don't have to have time to hook themselves up into patterns or crystals in Earth orbit. It turns out these molten. Remember that word molten. These molten liquids don't crystallize as easy as they do on Earth. They're talking about when it's far up off the Earth's atmosphere, when you're way up there. That's that's Earth orbit. They call that Earth orbit. They said it's easier for glass to form. Not only can you make glass that's less contaminated, but it can also form from a wider variety of melts. We're talking about melted glass, people. And, and this is going to be very, very important when we get into the last part of this program. But in other words, you can melt this glass from a variety of things, okay? That whatever can be melted, you, you can make glass with it. Now, here's a supporting quote for that. It's like looking at the phenomenon with new eyes, with a new set of instrumentation, which give us our detail to say, I like that. It gives us our detail to say, yes, there is a hard, fast boundary, said John Foster, Associate Director of MIT's Haystack Observatory and a study co-author. Did y'all hear that? He said it's like looking at a phenomenon with new eyes, with a new set of instrumentation, which gives us the detail, not generality, but meaningful and specific detail to say, yes, there is a hard, fast, fast means fastened. It's not moving. Boundary said John Foster, associate director of MIT's Haystack Observatory and a study co-author. Very powerful, people. That's powerful. So now that we got all of this science, this real science, why is it real science? Because it's not telling us to follow it, people. It's presenting us conclusions based on evidence that it has collected. Plus, it's been peer reviewed by another independent lab. We had the MIT Haystack Observatory. Then we had the Colorado, the one earlier that we talked about in Colorado. Two different labs, peer reviewed. That's real science. So now it's time to contrast everything that we've uncovered 
and bring it all together spiritually. Now, remember, we talked about people trying to unify us under a possible aliens or UFO agenda, whatever they're trying to do, whatever they're trying to portray. That's the basis of what they're talking about and how we're being led through follow the science, fake science, pseudoscience, science fiction. So I'm about to put on a full blown counterattack against both of these ridiculous subjects. So let me begin by telling you this. There are no UFOs, aliens, lizard people, reptilians, whatever you want to call it. I hear so many crazy things out here on different podcasts or any other creature that's coming in here from outer space. It's not happening. There are no extraterrestrial anything. And I'm talking about I'm talking about meaning, you know, flesh beings coming in here from out there to in here. That's just not happening, people. You just heard about the barrier. There's a wall. There's something that's protecting anything from getting in here or from getting out of here. And I'm going to prove that even further right now with with the word of God. So there is no extraterrestrials coming in here. And believe me, and I'm going to tell you this, too. The truth is not out there. You hear this stuff like on X-Files or whatever. The truth is out there. The truth is not out there. It's in here. It's in this word of God. It's in the Bible. That's where the truth is. But they're going to have you looking out somewhere else to try to find truth. The truth is out there. It's not out there. The truth is in the word of God. Jesus said, I am the way. I am the truth. And I am the life. You don't have to look anywhere else. All you have to do is study it out for yourself and you'll see this to be so. Now, where are we going to look first? We're going to look in Ezekiel in the Bible. This is what I found to be the explanation for these UFO sightings, because I believe there are sightings of these things, but they are spiritual in nature. I don't believe it's anything physical. And if it is physical, it's something that we created, something that we're trying to do to make it physical so that it fools everybody. But it's nothing physical coming from out there to in here. Remember, terrestrial, celestial, you can't mix them. Terrestrial of the earth, extraterrestrial is no such thing. So this is what I found to be the explanation for UFOs and the sightings that people are seeing. They are angels, you guys. And the firmament that God created, it cannot be breached. So here we go. Talking about these so-called spacecraft first. Ezekiel chapter one, verse nine. And it's going to be a few verses here. So just bear with me. The word of God is what gives us our, our truth. This is what we stand on. This is the rock that's immovable. But Ezekiel chapter one, verse nine, it says this, their wings touched one another. They turned not when they went, but went everyone straight forward. In other words, they don't bank. They, they, they go in straight lines. However they move, it's straight. That's why you see these people saying, oh, that's not of this world because no technology can move like that, like these spacecraft so-called move. But it says, I'm going to read it again. Their wings touched one another. They turned not when they went, but went everyone straight forward. As for the likeness of their faces, they each had the face of a man in front and each had the face of a lion on the right side and the face of an ox on the left side. And the four also had the face of an eagle at the back side of their heads. So there you have it. Looks like a block or a cube. Left, front, back. That's the way it was. That's the way it is. 
It says, such were their faces. It says, and their wings were stretched out and upward. Each creature had four wings, two wings of each one were touching the adjacent wing of the creature on either side of it. And the remaining two wings of each creature covered its body. And then they went one straight forward, wherever the spirit would go. They went and they turned not when they went. In other words, they went straight. Whichever, whichever way they were facing, that's the way they went. In the midst of the living creatures, there was, a, there was what looked like burning coals of fire, like torches moving to and fro among the living creatures. It says the fire was bright and out of the fire went forth lightning. It says, and the living creature darted back and forth like a flash of lightning. Think about that. Living creatures darted back and forth like a flash of lightning. That's what people are seeing out here. Verse 15, it says, now, as I was still looking at the living creatures, I saw one wheel upon the ground beside each of the living creatures with its four faces. This is in the word, man. Verse 16, as to the appearance of the wheels and their construction in appearance, they gleamed like chrysolite. Now, I looked up the word chrysolite, C-H-R-Y-S-O-L-I-T-E. I looked that word up and it means it was goldish white or white gold. And that's what people are seeing in the skies out here. That's what I believe. Can I prove it 100 percent? No, but this is what I believe to be happening and what people are seeing, because it says here, and the four were formed alike and their construction work was as it were a wheel within a wheel. Now think about what people are seeing in these UFOs. They see a wheel and then I've seen, I mean, you, we've seen them on TV. It looks like one wheel turning one way and another wheel within it turning the other way. Well, the word of God is telling you right now that this is nothing new. It says when they went Talking about these creatures, these these cherubims, these angels. It says when they went, they went in one of their four directions without turning for they were faced that way. Remember, it was four faces, front, back, right, left. They, they, they don't bank. They don't make curves. They just turn the way that the way they're facing. That's it. It says and when the living creatures went, guess what? The wheels went beside them. And when the living creatures were lifted up from the earth, the wheels were lifted up. Sounds to me like what, what people are seeing, man. It, it, in fact, this looks exactly like what I see on television, whether it's, you know, a, a science fiction movie or whether we we see this stuff through the media or people catching this stuff on cameras with their grainy, you know, little grainy cameras or whatever. Nothing is never clear. They always see something pilots, uh, you know, catching this stuff. But it's not from out of space, fam. Right here, it just says when they lifted up from the earth. Now, they could have arrived from some other dimension or portal. Right. So to speak. But I believe these things are interdimensional, not extraterrestrial, because these are of spirits, spirit nature. People, it says here, whenever the spirit went, the creature went and the wheels rose along with them. For the spirit or life of the living creature was in the wheels. They can't be separated. When those went, these went. And when those stood, these stood. In other words, wherever, wherever the creatures went, the wheels went. If the creature stood still, the wheels stood still. And when they were lifted up from the earth, it says here, the wheels were lifted up high beside them. 
for the spirit or life combined living creatures was in the wheels. And now check this out. This is really, really interesting. It says here over the head of the combined living creatures, there was a likeness of a firmament. Now you guys might not even, you know, might gloss over the firmament. I mean, even if you've ever read about it or whatever, I I don't know if you've studied it out. I have, I've studied out the firmament for myself. It says it was the likeness of a firmament. It says it looked like the terrible and awesome, dazzling and shining crystal. There it is. That glass that stretched across the expanse of the sky over their heads like a dome. So you got wheels and then you got this dome looking thing over the top. That's exactly what it's describing. In my opinion, these things that we see on 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 television. Some of them may look like capsules. Some of them may look like flying saucers. Some of them may look like triangles or whatever. Whatever these people are coming up with, it's not new. That's my that's my point. That's the point of this. But remember, we also have fallen angels, fallen angels as well. And the, these fallen angels, they're out to deceive and lure people into the occult. Remember, God told us that we shouldn't have anything to do with, you know, reaching other worlds or other dimensions. That's that's divination. People practicing this stuff, tarot cards and and and, and trying to reach the dead through other dimensions and things like that. That's evil. And that's where these things are protruding from. That's where they're coming from. Other dimensions. It's not extraterrestrial, but interdimensional. Okay, so that's that's some clarification of what these things could be. Like I said, I can't say emphatic, but we can put together pieces to the puzzle. And I've said this before. There are several pieces we can put together to this puzzle to get a picture. Now, there have been accounts of people saying that they were they've been abducted by these entities and also experimented on. But I've also heard that during these during this experimentation that people have used the name of Jesus in this experiment and it would stop immediately. You don't hear about that. All you hear about somebody was abducted, whatever, whatever, and, and, and probing and all this type of stuff was taking place. But you don't hear about these things being stopped by the name of Jesus. See, they don't want us to know that they're spiritual in nature. They don't want us to know that. Wow. Even the Bible has authority over this, too. They don't want you to know that. But we as believers and we here on the D program are deprogramming ourselves from this farce, this delusion, this strong delusion, this lie that they want us to believe. And we're coming to a place where we're four, five chess moves ahead. But back to this using the name of Jesus. Check out this clip. We have testimony after testimony after testimony. And Guy Malone, a researcher in Roswell, New Mexico, he says, well, think about it. If these really are advanced entities flying millions of years across space with that type of technology, why would they be frightened of the name of Jesus, a supposedly deceased religious figure? Joe Jordan, who's catalogued over 400 cases now, uh, has uh, recently, if you like, been promoted. He lives in South Korea as the national director for MUFON, Mutual UFO Network, the world's largest UFO investigative group. He, as a non-believer, first stumbled upon this. And he said, so what is it about Christians that aliens don't like? That was what he thought. Uh, and then he realized, like all other researchers who've come to study it, and if they're open enough to, to take the evidence for what it was, they realized they're not dealing with 
aliens they're dealing with spirit beings and he said he came to understand that the bible was the only thing that it could explain spirit realm adequately only permanent solution is the authority of the creator because if we are talking about fallen angels deceptive spirit beings who created them you know the creator of the universe created created everything he's the only one that obviously can have authority over those beings there it is people sneaky slick slithery sliding snake just been exposed it's nothing, man. Look, it's nothing. Ex look, there's nothing fantastic about this. I mean, it is, you know, for, especially if you, if you can't grasp this. I hope you guys still got your popsicle sticks, man. I hope you're still biting down, man. <laughs> I hope you guys are still here. But there's nothing fantastic about this. This is this is not fanciful stuff. This this is already look. This is in the word of God. He knows all things. He wants us to. We can know even the deep things of God. And the only reason why it's deep because we it's because we haven't studied this out. And we definitely hasn't been haven't been taught this through, you know, church. They're not talking about this. They're talking about, you know, name it and claim it, man. Get a house, get a car, right? And I'm not against prosperity. So don't it ain't even about that. But I'm talking about the what's necessary for this time that we're living in the climate that we're in right now we got to start getting some real truth in us people because they come in they come in with some real raw dog stuff that could potentially make us lose our way remember jesus said i am the way the truth and the life it's in that order we got to have jesus to have the way but if we don't have truth we can lose our way see if you don't have truth that that could be you know, a landmine that you step on and blow you out of the way, man. But life, I mean, I'm sorry, Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth. And then you have life. The way plus the truth gives you life. The way you keep your way is to have truth. If you don't have truth, you can lose your way. Potentially even out of your being separated from God. This is serious stuff. And the reason why I'm bringing this to you is because it's serious enough for you to understand these things right now, but we can't, we can't leave the earth people. All right. So we're going to talk about the firmament. There's nothing coming in here from outer space because the only outer space that you see is within the firmament. Study this out for yourself. The sun, the moon, the stars, the so-called planets, which are actually wandering stars. I'm not going to get into that. But that's mentioned in the book of Jude. All of this stuff is within the firmament. There is nothing outside of this firmament. Oh, the sun's 93 million miles away. Baloney. It's within the firmament. Why do I say that? Because the Bible says that. And what do I believe? I believe the word of God over everything. I believe the word of God over over pseudoscience or science fiction. I've come to a place where the word of God is the final authority. Period. And you got to get there, too, if you're not there. I pray that you get there. But we can't leave the earth. I don't know if you guys have ever, ever heard of this guy named Bill Nye. They call him Bill Nye, the science guy. He's very, very big, especially among kids. But he has a lot of things online. He has a television show. Bill Nye, the science guy. He's always talking about things scientific, always talking about things out there, things everywhere, you know, um, uh, anything that NASA says, pretty much he backs up. I want you to hear a clip from him. And I, I'm not asking, I'm not saying that he's an authority on truth because he's definitely not that 100% the opposite direction. But these people have to tell you 
They have to tell you some truth in order to get over the lie. Remember, I told you truth is always I'm sorry. Evil is always wrapped in good. Lies is always wrapped in truth. So they have to tell you some truth. But this is him telling you some truth. Check this out. Now, one thing I really want your generation to embrace is that the earth is a closed system. We cannot leave the earth. There's no place to go. The earth is a closed system. We cannot leave the earth. He said, one thing I want your generation to embrace is that we cannot leave the earth. There is nowhere to go. We cannot leave the earth. That's what he said. Now, the word firmament is used to translate the word rakia. Rakia is the Hebrew word for firmament. It derives from the root word rake, R-A-Q-Q-E, meaning to beat or spread out. The process of making a dish by hammering a thin lump of metal. But as far as the firmament is concerned in the Bible, it's talking about glass. And we just saw what these scientists said they saw in space, glass. In fact, one of them said it was a it was a solid structure that could not be penetrated. But here it is. Genesis chapter one, verse six, it says, and God said, let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters and let it divide the waters from the waters. That's what I believe that expanse that we talked about earlier is talking about here. Remember, I told you it was like 400 and some miles to 5,800 and some miles. And then it was like 7,000 miles up to 36,000. I believe that's the expanse that God is talking about, that he divided the waters under it, which is where we live, the oceans and things like that, from the waters that's above it. So when you go outside and you look up in the sky, there is a hard glass firmament that's holding back the waters above the firmament. Because that's what the Bible says, man. It's in Genesis chapter one, verse six. Read it. God said, let there be a firmament in the midst. That means in the middle of the water and let it divide the waters beneath from the waters above. That's what it says. It says and in and, and verse 14, it says, and God said, Genesis chapter one, verse 14. And God said, let there be lights in the firmament of the heaven to divide the day from the night and let them be for signs and for seasons and for days and years. But I want you to catch this. God said, let there be lights in the firmament, not above it, not outside of it, not 93 millions outside of the earth. No, 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 no. In the firmament, verse 15, and let them be for lights in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth. And it was so verse 16, and God made the two and God made two great lights, the greater light to rule by day and the lesser light to rule by night. He made the stars also. Verse 17. And God set them in the firmament. God said three times about these lights that they were in the firmament. The father is telling us three times in the firmament. I think he knew what people would believe. I think he knew that science and fake scientists would be telling us where these things are. But God is telling us where they actually are. They're in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth and to rule over the day and over the night and to divide the light from the darkness. And God saw that it was good. This is word, people. Straight up word. Psalms 148 verse four. 
It says, praise him, ye heavens of heavens and ye waters that be above the heavens. There it is. Water is above the heavens. There is nothing out there except another dimension called heaven, people. And to get there, you have to take off a body and put on a celestial body so that you can get out of here. There's nothing coming from out there because there's nothing to come from out there. It's plain and simple. It's one, two, three, ABC. Now, here are several other scriptures about the firmament that can, can keep you from this lying deception of aliens coming out here from other planets and all this craziness that can come into your mind. Here's Job chapter 37, verse 18. Check this out. It says, have you with him spread out the sky, which is strong? Oh, God is calling the sky strong. Why would God call the sky strong? And then it says, as a molten looking glass. There it is. He's telling you what the sky is made of, a molten looking glass. Didn't we just hear the scientists talking about this? John Foster, MIT, Haystack Observatory. He was a study co-author. He said this, it's like looking at the phenomenon with new eyes, with a new set of instrumentation, which give us the detail to say, yes, there is a hard, fast boundary. See, you don't even have to look at the Bible for this. If you can't take it, you know, if you can't take the Bible being your truth, well, look at the scientific proof. It's backing up scripture. It's agreeing with each other, right? We're talking about this glass. Remember, Professor Baker, Colorado's Laboratory for Atmospheric Space and Physics. Remember what he said? He said, it's almost like these electrons are running into a glass wall in space. And we got the Bible right here telling us, <laughs> Job 37, 18, has thou with him spread out the sky, which is strong as a molten looking glass. There it is again, that glass. Revelation 15, 2, this is a big one. Check this out. It says, and I saw, this is John, John the Revelator. He said, and I saw as it were a sea of glass mingled with fire. And them that had gotten victory over the beast and over his image and over his mark. Sounds like to me some last day stuff, right? The beast, the image, the mark of the beast, all this stuff. He's saying the people who had gotten victory over it stand on the sea of glass. That's above the stars, people. That's above everything within where we live right now. The sea of glass is outside I'm sorry, standing on this glass is going to be us standing in heaven with God. That's you and me. We're going to stand on the firmament with God. That's the glass that's holding back. When you look up and you see that blue sky, what's above that is the waters that was separated from the waters in Genesis 1, 6. Okay, this glass firmament, you can see through it. So what you're seeing is the waters that's above the waters. And then you also have the waters that's below where we can see the oceans. It's not spiritual water. <laughs> the Bible says he separated the waters from the waters. Well, the same waters that we have here is the waters that's above it. It's just the fact that it's being held back so that we can have a place to breathe. Just a little side note. Remember Noah's Ark. The Bible says God opened the windows of heaven. Oh, there it is again. There is glass. God opened the windows of heaven and allowed these this water to pour in to flood the earth. 
If you're a true believer, listen, if you believe God created the heavens and the earth from nothing, what I'm telling you shouldn't be a hard thing to believe. If you're a true believer that God created the heavens and the earth from nothing, that's the biggest, greatest, most impossible miracle ever. So what I'm telling you now shouldn't be hard. This is simple stuff, man. If God can do that, sure, he can set a firmament above us to keep out the waters. That's what he said he did. So I believe he did it. But we're going to stand on this firmament based on Revelations 15, too. And I saw, as it were, a sea of glass mingled with fire. And them that had gotten victory over the beast and over the image and over the mark of his, I'm sorry, and over his mark and over the number of his name stand on the sea of glass, having the harps of God. These are people who made it to heaven, people standing on top of the firmament. Right now we're under the firmament. We're going to stand on this thing together, man. Revelations four and six, it says, and before the throne, this is God's throne. That means in front of his throne, there was a sea of glass like unto crystal. How many times has God given us glass and now he's calling it crystal? Remember, we, we, we talked earlier, we talked about the, pure, the purity of this glass. Crystal is purified glass. Remember, we, we, we saw it up there earlier where it talked about, it said something about not only is the glass in space more pure, but you can use different types of melts to make it. Listen to it again. But it says, and before the throne, there was a sea of glass like unto crystal. And in the midst of the throne and round about the throne were four beasts full of eyes before and behind. That's them angels we've been talking about. Remember, we just talked about these eyes and stuff like that in front and behind and all this stuff. All this stuff is tying in together, y'all. So anyway, I'm about to terminate. But before I do, I'm going to give you this. Ecclesiastes chapter one, verse nine. It says that which has been is that which will be again. And that which has been done is that which will be done again. So there is nothing new under the sun. Boom. There's nothing new, y'all. Look, if it's taking place under the sun, it's not new. Oh, these people seeing this stuff, these these UFOs and all that. It's not new. It's been done before. Remember the wars in the heavens before that old serpent and all this stuff. Michael threw him out of heaven. All this stuff. That stuff has happened before, man. It was already a war in the heavens before. Here we go again. It's just that we're alive to see it possibly in our lifetime. So don't be deceived. Study this out. I told you this was going to be a, a shaking on this one. You guys can take out your popsicle stick now <laughs> if you've been biting down on it. But this is DMG. I'm going to catch you guys on the next one. And I know that this, you know, this D program will come out a little bit late or whatever, but I'm, I'm doing a lot of work myself. You know, I'm still working some things out in normal, my normal work, you know, during the day. So, so just bear with me. All right. Could be next week. Most likely it's going to be next week, maybe the week after next when the next one comes out. But just hang in there, man. D -pro the D program will continue to be here. All right. My name is DMG. I'll catch y'all on the next. I'm out. You have now been D programmed. However, for optimal effect, re-enter next week to continue your minds 
transformation. On the D program. With D M G. After exiting, please share with your friends your experience in the D program. Program terminated.